Good afternoon. It's Thursday, 5-5-2022. And today, uh, Advanced Fashion Disruption is incredibly pleased to be able to introduce you to Ms. Jen Sittery. Um, we've talked about Jen before. We've talked about her background. Um, she's got uh, an absolutely golden reputation in the fashion industry. And this woman has gone from being a captain of industry, uh, of the apparel industry at the head of the game, uh, leading the conversations to being the angel for fashion, um, angelforfashion.com. And uh, right now her focus is an entirely unique way of getting people involved in what's happening to the Ukrainian people. And I'm going to just let you take it from there, Jen. Uh, and and uh, welcome to the show. And thank you for taking your your the time out of your incredibly busy schedule um, running the empire to talk with us. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm super excited that I heard your most recent podcast when you started talking about me because we have a mutual friend. Um, so that was really exciting. And thankfully, at least now we're connecting, right, for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess I'll just give you a little tiny background about even how I started to go to Ukraine. Um, it began in October of 2020, actually, middle of the pandemic. Um, two gay friends of mine had been living and working in Ukraine. Um, one of them, Dominique Piote, he's running the largest uh, innovation park uh, that was said to be the largest innovation park in all of Europe and Eastern Europe called Unit City. Um, and the boys and their son were living in Kiev. Um, and during the pandemic, like it just invited me to come and live with them. Um, so we were all kind of stuck in our homes at the time, right? And I was real sick of being in this one bedroom apartment in West Hollywood. Uh, so I bought a one way ticket to Kiev, um, which at the time was crazy. My friends and family were freaking out. And you, you were able to do that because you hold an Italian passport too. You were not, yes. you were not being banned the way all, uh, all of our citizens were being banned for the stupid uh, resistance to uh, basic public health policy. So that was good for you. <laughs> Yeah, I got very lucky. I spent about five years um, getting that Italian passport, which took forever. Um, Because funny enough, it was my grandfather was from the south of Italy, from Calabria. um, And he was a little bit of a shady guy. I'm not going to lie. And it took five years because he loved to change his name on every document. (laughs) Um, Right. I mean, he I, I was married to a Sicilian girl once, yeah. so I understand the name changing. That's pretty, that's pretty intense. I mean, he was Tony Sideri with an I and Anthony Sideri with a Y. And I mean, you know, he had I had to petition the court um, in Pennsylvania to prove that he was one and the same man. Um, wow. And he was actually murdered during the alcohol p- prohibition, shockingly. Wow. So they, yeah, they shot him down in his brewery and made sure he didn't die and then set it on fire and he died on his way to the hospital. Oh my goodness. Yeah. The American history is awfully bloody. Right. Well, and we're, we're seeing that again, of course, now, 
mm-hmm. um, with Ukraine. So I landed in Ukraine in November of 2020. I'm half Jewish as well. Um, also tough. Yeah, thank you. And had no idea that my Jewish ancestors were from Western Ukraine until my cousin from New York, Scott, was like, you do realize our ancestors are from the country you just landed in. Wow. Yeah. So I do, of course, have Ukrainian blood, um, which most people are saying like Ukrainian Italian. Wow. That's why you're so beautiful. Oh, you're so nice. I th- I think it's more the strength, right, that we um, hold. But yeah, I fell in love with the country right away. Uh, the people are incredible. Their intention to detail is like no other. I mean, you can get any kind of food you want, and it's all done super well. And then I don't know about you guys, but I'm a humongous fan of cocktails. Don't have a problem, you know. I I hadn't I hadn't uh, uh, been imbibing uh, for a decade before the pandemic, but I am now a very large fan of the afternoon coffee cocktail. Mm-hmm. And they make they make some gorgeous cocktails. I mean, not only are they super tasty, but even in their busiest of bars, do they sit there with tweezers and little put little flowers and and edible glitter that like fills the room. I mean, you can't imagine the experience that you have um, at the restaurants and the bars. And then of course I got introduced to their incredible fashion designers, mm-hmm. which even traveling to, to Europe for gosh, like almost my whole career, starting when I was at halls in Kansas city, I had no idea that Eastern Europe had this, you know, much talent. Okay. I'm going to break in because a lot of our listeners won't know what, what your Kansas city connection was, but that is one of the finest department stores in the Midwest. Uh, It is on par with Bergdorf's or Barney's or um, any of the rest of them. So, you know, your, your, your background is just impeccable. You would know good fashion. It's really, it's really crazy. I mean, I started, I, I've always been into fashion and started my career in my hometown of Kansas City and spent 12 years at Halls, um, which is owned by Hallmark Cards. Actually, it's kind of their gift to the city. Wow. Uh, and just worked my way up, you know? I mean, when you're in your 20s, you really think that you can do anything, but Actually, it took years for me to become a buyer. And, you know, on my first resume, that was really the... Remember when we used to have objectives on our resume? Uh, oh, right, right. <laughs> well, I remember when we used to have objectives, period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get out of the pajamas. We're good. <laughs> so my objective was to become a buyer. Um, and when, when I did that at Halls, I was like, wow, I've already achieved my goal. So like, what's next? Um, and, you know, getting out of halls was, was hard because our volume was still quite tiny. So I would get on the phone with, you know, places like Saks and mm. they'd ask me how much volume we did and they'd immediately like hang up the interview, um, which now I'm okay with because, so, yeah. So, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're probably uh, Ashokanazi. Correct. 
What 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 do you mean? Uh, well, uh, Jews from the Rhineland. Uh, Ashkenazi Jews is a very specific group of Jews uh, that came out of the mm -hmm. Jewish diaspora. And interestingly enough, it is the uh, Ashkenazi Jews that came to the U.S. that began the Shmata or rag trade in New York. I'm just seeing all sorts of connections. That's how my brain what? works. Yeah, you know, my my grandfather on the, my Jewish side was one of the first merchants on the Country Club Plaza in Kansas City. So, it, yeah, this is uh, we have very similar lineage. Go figure. Yeah, he was yeah. he was a furrier and. I mean, supposedly he was one of the first to hire an African-American in, in Kansas City to work in his store. Um, so from a long line of people who are buck tradition and uh, and yeah. see humans as being equal, that is um, not shocking knowing your your history. So I'm taking you back what to Ukraine. Now. No, I'm sorry. I, my, my brain mm -hmm. does funny things, but I, I like people to get a really complete picture you you have a deep background in fashion you have a deep background in being a concerned human being and um your goals were always to be a buyer and uh so with that mindset you're now in ukraine being exposed to ukrainian designers which is a group of fashion uh a brilliant fashion designers that we never talk about in the u.s yeah Go i ahead. mean what I love about what's happening right now, honestly, as much as we all hate this, you know, Russian war on Ukraine is that, I mean, people are actually talking about a country that they could not place on a map in February. Well, not all of us watch Fox News. Most of us, most of us could have found it. But you're right. Uh, um, yeah. We, you know, we know, we know we're. Uh, Ukraine is. We, uh, we have many Ukrainians in the country. We have a, a, a large group of people who left um, Europe uh, during the wars. Um, but as far as fashion goes, we I would be hard pressed. Uh, I think most people would be hard pressed to name even one uh, a Ukrainian fashion designer. And that is sad because the work coming out of Ukraine has always been on level with what comes out of Paris. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. And and they really hadn't done a lot of exporting. I mean, you know, they do all of them that are on Angel for Fashion. They do have pretty well established businesses in Ukraine and and do rather well for themselves. I mean, you know, they they have focused the Saudis and UAE obviously really understand uh, their designs. Um, and then they do export to um, Europe as well, but not very much in the United States, a lot of them. Um, so that's kind of where I saw the opportunity when I first came to the country was to help them export in the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, hooked up with USAID, um, their competitive economy program. Uh, which is run by this incredible guy named David Anderson. Um, my friend Dominique introduced me to him as well. And just over a coffee, I pitched him this crazy idea to give us a grant to bring four brands to New York Fashion Week. And somehow at lightning speed, this guy approved the grant in like 45 days. And in 21 days, we brought for Ukrainian fashion brands to New York Fashion Week. Um, so that's really where it all started.
and you see, that's not shocking. I, I, I mean, you, you were very gracious not to brag about your history, um, but I'm going to do that for you. Being that you were the president of sales for uh, Vivian Westwood and very instrumental in bringing Vivian Westwood to the, the mainstream of, of the U.S., and having been the couture director at uh, Zappos, it's it's not shocking that you had not only the audacity to do this, but the skill set uh, and 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 the brilliance to even see it as an opportunity for Ukrainian designers, but also to expose uh, the U.S. to to designs that they've never seen before. So, your background made you the perfect person for this, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and it you know it's been so much fun. I mean, to me, I've kind of been sick of the usual suspects, right? I mean, as much as I love all those household name brands, um, it is more exciting to wear something that is new, right, and different, and that you don't just see on every person. And how much more excited are you about talking about a designer that somebody stops you that you're wearing when it's an individual that an impact of a single purchase would make a huge difference for them than it would be a household name? Like, oh, yeah, it's a (laughs) it's insert label here or it's oh, it's this fabulous designer and you start just letting it go. Yeah. and, And of course, because they're my friends, I mean, you know, year year one that I was there, I landed a day before my birthday and I had dinner with the two boys, Dominique and Jeff, for my birthday dinner. And then the following year, which was last year, I had 15 of the most well-respected fashion designers at my birthday party. Um, uh, uh. So, you know, my whole career has really been built on relationships and my relationships with people um because product is cool but you know it's the people that change and shape our lives mm-hmm. um so now i talk to ukrainians um every day and you know it 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 is the most painful time of my life i think to hear these stories firsthand of what's happening in their country uh, have, but it um- is I have to agree. I, I have friends in Ukraine. Um, one is a well-known painter. Um, another one is actually in auto sales, being a Ukrainian from Detroit, married to a Russian woman, and their situation is getting to be very intense and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't imagine having uh, knowing that many people who who are living under warring conditions. It, that's that's. Uh, it's it's just all the way around. It's sad for the Ukrainian people. It's sad for the Russian people. It's sad for the Ukrainian army. It's sad for the uh, Russian army that all of this loss of life and culture is happening because a madman is facing his own mortality and, and is making some sort of a bizarre power grab. Of course, yes. But I mean, you know, and I thought that in the beginning, too, I got to tell you, but, you know, all these people, the Russian soldiers are pushing the button. So, you know, every time they push this button to shoot another missile at this country, I I mean, I feel like it's a deeper problem in their country right now. Yeah, no, Um, it it is not by any means simple. And, and I'm not, I I would not mean to say that I think that uh, either uh, that, that the Russian side is, is righteous 
but you you know in war people people do what they are forced to do now we do know that the russian soldiers are doing this with a bit of glee you know we're we're hearing news uh, and hearing firsthand accounts of of russian soldiers raping uh children and young women it is. so there there is a level of horror to this that 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 i absolutely do not condone but in the end there's just massive amounts of life being lost everywhere mhm yeah it is that is the piece this raping of children that has really torn me apart because i've heard firsthand accounts of this and i just it, to me it's absolutely unbelievable and human it's inhuman it, really it is, is. Mm-hmm. it is an inhuman thing to do um, and it's really hard to watch as just inaction builds you know worldwide um that's been the hardest thing and, and that's why i've had to tune out a lot of um messages that used to come to my phone about news because i was just too much, oh, yeah. empathetically. You know, I'm, a, I'm of two minds, uh, Megan and, and Jen. I see that we we have a world not um, biting at the bit for war. I, mm-hmm. I see that we have cooperations between countries that have not spoken in decades. The U.S. certainly is now speaking with Iraq. The U.S. is speaking with Argentina. We are all working on this plan to, to financially lock it down. However... He is going to push at NATO at some point, and NATO is going to enter the war at some point, which means the U.S. enters the war at some point. So how then do we explain the year of inaction? Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I mean, I mean, who knows with this guy? You know, it's it it is kind of crazy that we have let him take it this far. I really don't. I don't. I don't understand it. And we are involved. Like, you know, we've given more aid and assistance to this country than any country during a war. I, I think. I mean, I don't know the numbers, but we are we are running short on our own munitions because we've given so many of our munitions to the Ukrainians, and as we should. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so it's it's been a really incredible time, and um, I mean, we built this site to help you know these Ukrainian fashion brands and designers uh, continue their businesses, and of course, continue to keep selling their gorgeous product, and then um, to also continue to pay their staff, right? Um, because no one really has much of an income there now, which is a major problem. After two years of pandemic where there was a major problem making income. Um, And I will tell you, in case any of the listeners are imagining that Ukrainian fashion designers are are going to turn out some sort of hokey uh, farm getup, we have designers here that have been dressing our starlets like Gwen Stefani and Dua Lupa, Rita Ora, and many others. Frolov, Ivan Frolov, has been in the American market for years. He was founded in 2015. So uh, the Ukrainian designers are designing extravagant modern things. Now, some some of the designers, uh, Vitakin, for instance, she does do some bohemian things with some uh, traditional Ukrainian embroidery. But all of this stuff is super modern. 
Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that what you're doing is so brilliant because we are short on money here. We have our own design industry that could use support. Um, and yet we are all selfish enough to say, I can't donate, but if I'm going to buy a dress, let me support um, a Ukrainian designer. Let me feed a Ukrainian child. And as an American designer who's been struggling through the pandemic, my entire operation folded. I tell you, I would rather you right now support a Ukrainian designer than worry about me. No one has come to bomb my house. No one is raping my children. Yvonne, I know Yvonne is is actually my best friend. Um, I love uh, is uh, is Yvonne a, a he or a she? It's a he. It's yeah, I a love he. love the work. Love love his work. Love his he work. He is inc- Yeah, he is incredible. Um, I mean, really has updated this corset technology. Um, far beyond uh, Vivian Westwood, actually, his corsets are a lot softer and more comfortable. Um, and yeah, I mean, he and I talk every day. Um, and I, I do. I've, I mean, I've been telling him since I first saw his collection in person that, you know, I expect him to definitely uh, be a huge designer and celebrity and one day. I mean, I'm a, and I'm going to help him do that, of and, course. And please tell him that he has a very big fan and one of America's most loved and hated designers at Advanced <laughs> Fashion Disruption. I have okay. been a fan of his work uh, since he debuted in 2015. Yeah, well, I'm sure he will listen to this 100%. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and then, you know, we don't have Vita Kin on the site, but we do have some other brands that are similar, um, which I was looking through, you've got, you've got an amazing group of designers Mm -hmm. and I was pleased to, to learn, you you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm immersed in fashion and I don't just think that fashion stops at, uh, at fifth Avenue in New York. I, I am, I am aware of the fashion in my country. I'm aware of the fashion in North America. I'm aware of the fashion in Central America, South America, Europe, and Asia and Africa. I keep myself aware of what's happening everywhere because it is a global industry. And and your site has actually exposed some designers to me that I was unaware of. And I think that, that is, that's a gift to me. Thank you for that. Of course. Well, and me too. Let me tell you. I mean, I, I know I would say about 70% of these designers. Um, the other 30 I met from Valerie Kowalska. So she happened to be in New York this February when the war broke out. Um, when I was showing six brands, um, Yvonne for love being one of them, um, at New York fashion week. And she just happened to be there. So I did bring her home with me on an airplane as a little Ukrainian fashion refugee. Um, and she's lived on my couch for about four weeks and helped me call all these designers. Cause you know, many of them, even though they did know me or had met me in Ukraine, they don't speak a huge amount of English. So, I mean, she was very instrumental in helping me call some of these people um, and and help them understand and trust that this was going to be a gorgeous website and they should be on it. And then, yeah, introduced me to people like Bob Bassett, um, who is now one of my very favorite creators. Uh, his masks, if you haven't seen them, are pieces of art for sure. 
Um, he and I text and not kidding. He was, he's literally working on an order right now. He was waiting for his tools and materials to come from Kharkiv. Um, cause he is from there. Um, and, and we had a customer in Los Angeles buy, um, a couple of his pieces and because I love to meet and connect with people, I reached out to the customer and said, Hey, you know, I'm so excited that you bought this. And do you want to meet for a cocktail? So I met this guy last week for drinks and he was the coolest professor from Los Angeles <laughs> and we just had the best time. So we will be starting a blog section on the website here soon with what we call our angels, right? For right. fashion. And he will be, he will be featured on the site. Um, and and, and talking just, about the site specifically, I, the last time I visited, which was a couple of days ago, cause I'm kind of stalking it. You had 34 designers on it. Is that correct? Yeah, I think we have like 37. We have three brands that don't have products. Okay. Um, so it's, Riot Division Syndicate and um, our latest designer, Pokwi, who like their guys are fighting on the front lines. So mm. they have not had time to obviously send me their product feed. Say, they, say, say that again. Say that again for our listeners. These are well, fashion designers who are now turned soldiers, Ukrainian fighting soldiers. on the front line to protect yes. their country and their countrymen. And they literally text me. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, they text me back from the front mm. lines. Um, and it's just, I mean, it's incredible to see these guys, you know, basically stop their businesses so that they can fight for not only their freedom, but of course, the, the world's freedom now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm in tears here. That, that is, that moved me. I I, yeah. I I can't imagine, and yet I can imagine. Uh, uh, may God keep you, gentlemen. And um, the boys are badass. I can tell you, they really are. I can't wait to meet them all when this ends. We we kind of have a a running joke between a few of us that we're all going to have like a party somewhere and maybe in Barcelona or something. Well, uh, make make sure that we get an invitation. And oh and, yeah, know, this is. And when as you this continues, you let us know what we can do. If there's anything we can do, I know that when we talked privately um, last week, uh, there was a problem finding some sourcing of Ukrainian uh, colored fabrics, and I do have some information from you that we can talk about, not on the podcast. Okay. Um, but <laughs> wh whatever we can do, um, let us know. Let us know, and, and perhaps you can discuss that. What can what can the American fashion industry do to help support your project? I mean, I, you know, the biggest thing is, is of course, you know, discovering these brands and shopping on the site and, and talking about it. Um, I mean, word of mouth advertising is, you know, what Zappos taught me is the biggest thing. Um, and then if there's any opportunities that, you know, you want to partner with any of these brands and help them, you know, to set up production or, something like that. I mean, I, I'm up for anything. As you both of you know, I, I answer every message. 
Um, people are always shocked. They're like, oh, this is Jen responding. But, you know, who knows where you're going to get the next big idea? Well, you so. know, that, that that is a sign of a great CEO. I always answer my own mail, too. Uh, even if I get backed up, I always answer my own mail because no one yeah. can supply those answers. And, and we do have some ideas. Now, we were going to spring this on you. Okay. As a surprise. Uh, Megan is working on it right now. We wanted to make sure that it was perfect. But we are linking. Uh, we're giving you your own link on our website. And we are linking your website to our website with its own splash page. Look because, at you now. I'm going to cry. <laughs> because we, we truly believe in what you're doing. And I know that uh, Megan and I have, have talked about this quite a bit. Uh, since since she first heard about you. And um, we have been racking our brain to think about what what we could do as American designers to help. Uh, and we are going to we are going to here's here it is first. Um, <laughs> all of those in Texas who are familiar with the black and tan challenge that Megan Somerville used to run. Yeah. We are going to do a yellow and blue challenge and it's going to be done um, internationally of, all throughout North America, open to all North American designers. And we will we will get a sponsor to supply the same sort of yellow and blue fabric to all of you, the same amount. And then you are all going to do with that fabric that is gifted to you what you will. It will come together, be photographed, be voted on. There will be a winner. And then everything will be on website to be auctioned off to support Angel of Fashion's um, uh, Angel for Fashion's mission. Look at you. I love this. So if you are a, a designer in North America, prepare. We we will have this ready to launch within the month. Yeah, we'll oh. have it up by the end of the month um, and you'll be able to sign in and say, yes, I accept um, this fabric as a donation. Um, I will design something in my style and voice. We will have a runway at some point in time, but then those garments will be on auction to support your cause. Oh my goodness. Well, we've, okay. So can we send this to a couple of the fashion colleges as well? Oh, oh absolutely. absolutely. You know, I teach, I've been teaching at Western Michigan university in the fashion department and I'm trying to get into one of our better fashion departments here. And being that I, I've been teaching fashion around the country and Megan also is an educator. We definitely have an inroad to multiple universities and we would definitely be inviting students to participate. There okay. will be a student level as well as a, a professional level. Okay, nice. Cause we actually have one intern that works for us right now. Um, and he goes to SCAD. His name is Jacob. And I mean, a SCAD is near and dear to my heart. Cause I, I did visit there with Andre Leon Talley, um, mm. and he was working for me because he was on the board at SCAD. So yeah, we can definitely get it to SCAD. And then, you know, I went and, to fit him, so. For our listeners who are not familiar with SCAD, that is the Savannah College of Art and Design, and they have a wonderful apparel design program. Yeah. Nice. And then I have some really amazing designers too that I'm going to send this. Yeah, yeah. Send it around. And, and I, yeah. I think that this is a great way to get uh, folks who, who are still suffering uh, the creative... Um, dead zone from our own trauma with the two years of pandemic and the horrible presidency that we had to endure while that was happening. I think that this is a reason to get all of us out of our own uh, heads to to help someone else. I think it's going to be great for us. And I think that we will indeed raise money. And you know what, Jen, perhaps we'll build some bridges with some human beings behind these things in Ukraine. 
perhaps yeah. we will build bridges between the two countries and the two groups of, or, or the two continents and the two groups of artists. Because uh, they are us and we are them. I mean, that's my, my whole heart in designing is that if we can't be in it together, then we can't create the ultimate thing. We can't reach our, our pinnacle. Well, and I got to tell you, we're, there's so many of us that date back to Ukrainian. Like, in a way, I feel like we're, we're actually all Ukrainian. Um, right now but even you know i don't know if you could explore this idea but maybe even a couple of our designers on the site would want to do a little challenge with you as well i would love um, that oh my heart you know maybe yeah maybe maybe a couple of the designers would create do, do we I have a way to get them fabric do you have okay. an open pipeline to get things to them yeah. yeah i mean they're well i know some of them are creating things now so Maybe from the Ukrainian side, they would use their own yellow and blue. Um, but maybe we could feature some of those those pieces too. Because I think I that the that. Asians can probably get fabric to um, Ukraine pretty handily. Yeah, I think they've got some yellow and blue in that country. So good. Yeah, I'll talk. I'll talk to the group. I have a group text and. That's how I give and them see, all updates. Yeah. Listeners, this is how the fashion industry really works. It is <laughs> always the relationships that you have with people in this industry that are more important than how much money you have. Um, you build those relationships because there is a currency in healthy relationships that money can't touch. And do you see what we just did? Yeah. We did it here while you guys were listening to our podcast. And this podcast will be live today, Jen. We're going to get this right out. Oh my goodness, really? I oh, love we, it. We think it's that important. And we would love to have you back. Oh, we would okay. love, love to have, have you back. And the um, link, as rudimentary as it is, is live even while we're in this pre-recording. Um, and so if you want to send any images or a um, th anything that you want me to turn into a button, I can drop it onto the website. Okay, cool. Nice. Nice. Well, oh, yeah, good. Then, yeah, it's right I'll up there. Yay. Then I'll drop you a little piece of information. So for everyone that's listening tomorrow, um, we will have a brand new homepage um, that is, of course, done by a Ukrainian because um, we try and employ all Ukrainians here at Angel for Fashion. Um, and yeah, tomorrow it will it will go live. And I got a preview of it this morning. It's pretty incredible. So we're excited. Very exciting times and very harrowing yeah. times. God bless the Ukrainians. God keep the Ukrainians. And if you are an American looking for uh, an enhancement to your wardrobe, please do consider making a purchase. Make a purchase, feed a Ukrainian, support a Ukrainian artist. Um, we're okay and here. You, We're and okay you do here. you do get to connect with them too. So when you purchase on the site, just so you know, you purchase from Angel for Fashion. The order is sent to the designer directly. They will reach out to you via email and tell you when your order will ship. So that was kind of the other piece I wanted wow. was for wow. people to actually be able to talk to a Ukrainian and a, this designer. And the, the messages that are going back and forth from the customers to the designers have has been extremely inspiring inspiring for both sides. Um and, That's and amazing. 
Yeah, because most of us, you have friends, I have friends, but a lot of people don't. So they can really connect with somebody over there and, and, you know, tell them how much we support them and everything. So. And and show them your support, people. I love your social media and all of your, you know, this week it's vaginas and ovaries, but uh, two weeks ago it was all the Ukrainian flags. We can do both things. We can consider both things. And instead of putting up a Ukrainian flag and swearing solidarity, how about you log into angelforfashion.com, select a designer whose work moves you, and, and make a purchase. Absolutely. Amazing. Thank you again. And I will for sure be back. I can't wait to work on this project with you. I think it's going to be so I'm cool. super excited about it. And We're I, going to take I, it to the next level. Thank you so much for coming and sharing the story. We definitely want to hear more. Uh, we'd love to have you on in two weeks so you can update us about what's happening. I think that this is one of those things that can't be a one and done. Uh, we need to integrate you into into the people who follow us and who have followed us for decades. I think that building this bridge needs to be a, a, a constant thing and it can't just be done once. We're not going to just share a link and hope for the best. We're going to work it with you. Okay, I love it. Thank you. And in two weeks, you will be talking to me from Barcelona. Oh, I love that, my darling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jen. the design team, the design team who did the website, um, MacTag, is there. And, you know, I like to meet all my people in person. So going to uh, meet those those incredible designers that built this gorgeous website for us. And Jen, we, we look forward to getting in the same room with you. Perhaps we'll meet you in L.A. or New York at some point in the near future. Okay, perfect. I love it. And I want to end with, I just want to use one of Rachel's sayings, just because I, I love it so very much, is that I want to manifest the audacity of the greatness of all of the things that we talked about today. Because um, when Rachel imparted that bit of wisdom, I felt it was just so important because the manifestation of audacity that these artists get to create in peace and they feel fulfilled um, is really, really important to us. Amazing. Well, thank you. And and I will say to everyone listening from Ukraine, Slava Ukraini. Slava um, Ukraine. Yeah. So to to Ukraine and let's, you know, get the win as fast as possible. We're, so we we're with you people. We are, we are yeah. as with you as we can be. And we're going to find new ways to be with you and support you. Absolutely. Well, thank you again. And we will talk soon. Yes, ma'am. Thanks for dropping by. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening today. And thank you, Jen and angelforfashion.com. You can find a link on our website at advancedfashiondisruption.com and it leads directly to her webpage and the resource of all of the designers that you can help in Ukraine. So buy now. That's how you can help. Thanks. See you next time.